Welcome to Pondering with Peg, episode 20. Tonight's episode is being recorded at Paris Study in Chester Heights, PA. My guest this evening is Melinda Cahill. Hi. <laughs> and Melinda's going to talk to us about gratitude. Yeah. yeah. So, Melinda, I'm going to let you get started. Okay. Well, um, the reason we were talking about gratitude, of course, is because the holiday season's coming. And... Um, I didn't this year, but I usually teach a class um, here called Gratitude Can Change Your Life. And during the holiday season, you see a lot of people coming from a place where they don't have enough or they're not able to satisfy all the other people in their life so they get tapped out or stressed out. And I think that if you come from a place of gratitude, you can completely switch that. You can change it. You can make it... Um, you can make the holiday richer by being grateful for everything that's there. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and gratitude is just big. It, it works in so many different places, in so many different ways, and in so many different aspects. Like with gratitude, I always feel like the language of gratitude is all about receiving. You know, just the words "thank you." Um, they're powerful words. They mean a lot. Um, so many people have a hard time receiving a lot of people are givers you know it feels good to give you're able to give to other people but sometimes it's so hard there's people out there who can't even receive love and a lot of that does come from lack of self-love but if you practice gratitude just if somebody's just being nice to you it can kind of create a, a pathway for you to be able to open up and be able to receive bigger things, other things, you know, and possibly if you're the type of person who has a hard time receiving love, it can help you open up to that. Right. You know, and I just, uh, with gratitude, it's, it's so, it's a, it's a game changer, I think in a lot of ways for people in their life. Yeah, I believe that recently, just with the holidays, you know, you worry, you're running around spending, spending, and Trying to get everybody's gifts and worrying about if they'll be happy with it. And then you get caught up in the money aspect. Mm-hmm. And then I notice that if I step back and I think I'm just grateful to be able to give. Mm-hmm. But also grateful, you know, to have those people in my life. Yeah. It does change it. It brings it back to what the season's for. Yeah. It, it brings it back to not so much haftas. But want is. Right. You know, and that changes it a lot, too, because it gives it a different energy just in in that alone. Right. You know, to want to be able to give something, you know, rather than feeling like, oh, I have to get out there and I have to get, oh, Black Friday, I got to get out then. Right. You know, that kind of thing. So it's it's a matter of even just being grateful that you're here. Yeah. yeah. You know, that you were, that you... If you even have the energy to go out on Black Friday. Right. Just that you're alive that morning, that you can get up and breathe and move. Even with work, I've been, you know, I get depressed sometimes rushing around with work. And and then I think, well, you know, I'm really blessed to have the job. Yeah. So that makes you, it changes your thinking during the day when you start out going, you know, I'm really grateful I can, I have a decent job to go to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and often, a lot of times, when I'm doing readings, to a lot of people, I um, recommend gratitude in different ways. Like, do a list of things that you're, um, that you are grateful for at work, like you said. Mm -hmm. Do a list of things that you um, are grateful are some of your strengths, you know, or just start a gratitude journal. Yeah, I was doing that this morning, like, I wrote the things I was grateful for, like, grateful for the sun, I'm grateful for my family, my friends. It it changes your perspective. It shifts it for you and it makes, it feels like it empowers you in ways that you don't realize you're being empowered. Yeah. You know, it's about having rather than not having. Mm -hmm. One of the things for me has just been with the news lately, seeing people who are trying to come into the country, not about politics now, but Mm -hmm. just where they're coming from and what they're down to. Mm-hmm. Also, what they're leaving. Yeah, and all, this whole idea of being down to nothing, like the people that came out of that fire with only the clothes uh, mm-hmm. on their back, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So just comparing myself first to my own relatives, I, I, 
my grandfather came up here from Mexico back in the 1930s. He, he had to leave this, you know, wherever he was for some reason, which I don't know what the real reason was, but he was in trouble and he had to start all over again here. And you can imagine, you know, he luckily he spoke English, but just in the 1930s, it was really tough to be from someplace else. Oh, yeah. And uh, now compared to him, we have it so good in our family. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm reminded of all that when I see on TV, you know, mm-hmm. people just showing up at the gate with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my father was an immigrant as well. So, you know, they come from another country with just what they have and start new. Mm-hmm. My mom's from a different country also. Mm-hmm. Philippines, yeah. 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 So yeah. she took us to the Philippines to show us how grateful we should be. We have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really does give you a, a, a good. I think a good perspective yeah. on Definitely. on life and on and on immigrants. because yeah. we understand seeing what our parents went through that you you know what other people are going through. Oh yeah, and that they need a place to come to. Yeah, yeah, Such and like compassion and, mm-hmm. yeah. and understanding. Yeah, and uh, like for me, my parents were older. Like my my parents grew up during the depression and they have a different they have a different value of things they didn't grow up in in a disposable society you know so you you valued things differently and i believe that gratitude helps you value things when you're grateful for something it has a different value to it than if it's just yeah thanks i needed that let's go do you know it has a different like uh it adds it gives everything a little bit deeper meaning. And the everyday things, I uh, probably about eight, ten years ago, I thought about the fact that when I get in the shower every day, I have hot and cold running water yeah. in my house. Yeah. Like, and there are people in this country who don't even have that. And every day I'm in the shower, I'm like, thank you for this. I'm so happy to be able to get a shower in my house. It's hot water, or, or even the summer, you can get a cool shower. Yeah, and it's clean and yeah. fresh, and yeah. It just... I just moved into a house that doesn't have the best hot water, so I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like is it warm today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's that much more yeah. 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 It's just the the different things that I had talked about in my class. Also, was how gratitude can even shift relationships you know if you're having a a difficulty with a person you can look at it as if what is this coming up to teach me what or what is it about the situation that might um, what is it what is it affecting in you that's bringing out this this difficulty like outside of it being whatever the situation of the person is mean or inconsiderate right. or anything like that, it's often striking something deeper. And if you allow yourself to not get on the path of just being stuck with this person makes me cray cray, right. <laughs> you know, if you allow yourself to get off of that and just be like, okay, what is this coming up for me? You know, you can yeah. s- switch the situation. You can deepen it, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, and then if you can allow, if you can allow that everything in your life is something to be grateful for, then even that kind of stuff can strengthen you. And it's hard to say that when you think of death and grieving, because it's hard to be grateful that somebody passed, but you can be grateful that you had them in your life at all. Right for all the memories that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, with that too, was. Um, this is like with me just moving, I'm moving into a house that I wouldn't be moving into if my brother hadn't passed. So it's, I'm living somewhere that I really, it's a beautiful house. I love it. My brother passed. So it's kind of, do you know, it's hard. And, and I had to work a lot with gratitude to get past the, the actual guilt of it. Right. You know, it was like, I, I don't have to feel guilty. Right. Because I'm receiving something. That's really a blessing to me. And it's a guilt you put on yourself that no one else does. But we all do it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also feel like with gratitude in that situation, help me balance the situation more. Mm-hmm. You know? Because we're always very, we're usually really good at seeing our faults. 
you know, we're really good at, at picking out the things that we're not grateful for. We're really, we're conditioned to really be good complainers. You can't watch sitcoms and not learn how to be a complainer. Right. You know, so it switches it. It gives you that balance. A lot of times when you're in that mode where all you're thinking about is all the things you're complaining about, if you allow gratitude to come in, it'll shift it. It'll give it more balance. And I also believe that if you're not allowing enough gratitude into your life, you're not living a full life. Mm-hmm. You're only living your... Excuse the word. Can we say shit? Sure. You're only living. You're only living your shit life. You know. You're right. not. If you're not at all in your gratitude, you're not living the richness of your life or the joy. Right. Yeah, you're not appreciating what there is. There's so much more. So you're missing so mm. much. Yeah. Gratitude helps you not to miss stuff. You know. Mm. And a lot of times when you're in a situation that's not ideal, it's not wonderful. A lot of times it is also coming with certain blessings, but if you can't find that balance, you don't really receive mm-hmm. them because you can't really own them if you don't really let yourself see them. Right, you can't get the lesson. And then yeah. more comes because you haven't learned the lesson. Yeah. If you get the lesson, it doesn't always continue because you've kind of gotten that when the next one comes. But mm-hmm. it's different. <laughs> yes. You yeah. handle it better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, I did that one. Yeah, yeah. I can handle the next thing coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I know I introduced myself, but Rob is here, right? Introduce yourself, girls. Oh, my name is Lindsay. I'm Allison. Allison. Okay. Because there's more than one voice talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, people are going to listen to this and be like, Linda changes her voice a lot. (laughs) Multiple personalities. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I usually keep them undercover. That's it. <laughs> now, will you be doing a class coming up on gratitude, or are you going to um, be doing... It depends what my schedule's like yeah. in uh, the spring. Yeah. Uh, we have a teacher's meeting at the beginning of February, so I'll have my mind up like mm-hmm. probably a week or two before then. But it, it's it's a class that um, we do different exercises where we... Um, we do a little arts and craft thing. We fill out like a little questionnaire, and then we pick a scenario in our life where we have to find the gratitude. Mm-hmm. So, pick. You, we would talk about something that really is getting your goat kind of thing. Yeah. You know, something that's really a thorn in your side, and where can you pull from that? Whatever can give you strength. Whatever you can be grateful for. Whatever you can say. All right, if I didn't have this, I wouldn't be able to really honor this other aspect of myself or mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, it's easy to be grateful for the things that feel good. Yeah. And so the, yeah, part of that is to try and teach people that you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I try and tell everybody, you know, pick something and we'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, and see where we can figure out a different way to go about it. Or to, to and, and some people don't want to let go of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to want to let go of your stuff. You have to want to... And sometimes you have to get to that point that it's just bugged you so much, you're sick of it bugging you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But it, it can be turned around. It can be switched if you f- try and find the blessings in it and right. be grateful for them. You know? It's a fun class. Mm-hmm. But, but I thought right now, with Christmas coming up, it's hard for some people to be in their gratitude because mm-hmm. you're missing people that you love. You know, you're thinking about stuff that either you can't get for people. Like a lot of times with me, because I have a million children, um, I could never like get them all everything that they wanted. Right. You know, so like Christmas was always a real stressful time, you know, mm-hmm. but that's shifted a lot now that yeah. they're older and, you know, <laughs> they're yeah. easier to shop for actually. <laughs> I did, I work with a girl and um, she had a, she never had, like, they didn't ever have a really good Christmas. You know, her her mother just couldn't afford it. Her father had left. And mm-hmm. So what she does now is she adopts a family every year. She'll go look for one. Mm-hmm. And then she'll buy their gifts, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. make sure that those children have something at Christmas. Yeah. Apparently somebody in Delaware County that didn't have the specifics, another person came forward at a Walmart and picked mm-hmm. up everybody's layaways. Wow. Nice. So I think that's at least the third one I've heard of. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of neat. It is. You know? It's nice to hear that. Yeah. 
But I think that could be driven by gratitude, too, because I know mm-hmm. the first two were people that were, like, really successful in the music business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure who the third person is. Usually leaks out later, you know, who it was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a lot of times, no matter where you're coming from, if you're grateful for what you have, you have the strength to give to other people mm-hmm. and, and to show other people how to be grateful and right. to point things out to them, you know? it's uh, There's so much... To gratitude, it's got so many different layers, you know, and mm-hmm. and it works in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you know, I could tell in my work environment. Um, I would say thank you to everyone, like even if it, because mm-hmm. I noticed like not enough people around me were saying thank you, mm-hmm. and then like one day everyone was like thank you, th-, and I was like wow this is great like everyone's mm-hmm. like it does catch catch yeah, yeah. yeah. catches yeah. on. It does. And and this negativity catches on too. Yeah. You know? It it, it can, but you can yeah. stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you can. There's always like that choice. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I've been married 30 years, so like when we go out to eat or something, my husband will buy lunch or whatever, I still always say thank you because he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, it's but still nice. But I just nice. want him to know that I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like take it for granted that he's going to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. relationships, over time, you do take certain things for granted. You yeah. can't help it. It's, yeah, it's just you know. the way it is. But yeah. especially at work, people are surprised when you say thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice way to get everybody thinking about it. Yeah, And if I do do a reading where I find somebody is having a really hard time receiving the good in their life because they're either in worry or they're in fear, I'll be like, you need, you need a couple days of gratitude where mm-hmm. you have to consciously think of every little thing that you could say thank you for. Thank you that, right. that you have toothpaste. Do you know what I mean? Thank you that, right. you know, you, somebody let you pass, you know, while you were driving to work. Thank mm-hmm. you that you have gas in your car to get to work, mm-hmm. you know. Of, to get into the receiving mode, you have to start using the language of being receiving and right. receiving with, with a lot of joy. And then once you can get into that, you can get into those feelings. And mm-hmm. when those feelings come up, that's where I believe a lot of people's creative energy is at. Mm-hmm. I think more people are creative in gratitude. You know, when yeah. they're, we're for, well, maybe not so. There's been some really good songs written when you're pissed off, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But they're working through it. Yeah. They're working through it. They're working through it. It's a way to, like, release without, like, to doing too much damage, you know? Like, yeah. put in a yeah. song and, like. Yeah. Yeah, or painting yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I love Starry Night, but I wouldn't want to get an ear. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Like, I love the painting, keep the ear. <laughs> you know? Anybody else got anything about gratitude that they want to share or anything? I don't know. I'll, I'll just say that there's someone that we, we all know whose name I won't say. But at times, this person can get really in a negative frame. But what she does is she would start her day off with a, like a real formal gratitude list mm-hmm. every day. You know, it's like her, her attitude was sort of that self-care isn't like a luxury. Self-care is like a discipline that keeps me going mm-hmm. in the face of all this crap I have to deal with. So even though I feel crappy, I am going to start my day with gratitude right. and I'm going to feel better. Yeah. But she actually does it. And I think it wears off around by 7 o'clock in the evening. But uh, <laughs> in the morning, I'm, I'm just saying, it, I was always impressed by the fact that she did it. Yeah. You know, it isn't just airy-fairy stuff. But, mm. you know, she's got a journal. Yeah. And it good, actually writes it down. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've been hearing a lot more about that, too. Like, you know, your spirituality, make it a discipline. Yeah. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know... The girl that grew up in Catholic school, I hate that word, discipline. Uh I'm not good in any way, shape, or form with it, unless I'm administering it to my children. But um, for me, it it has to be a ritual. It has to be ritual for me. It has to be something that I'm I'm celebrating, so I'm just, you know... I can't even diet, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, yeah. And I think it's it's an interesting way to approach life. You know, it's if you're approaching, it's the whole half empty, half full thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're approaching your life with a half cup of water rather than no water, 
Well, I've been reading, just started reading a book, and I cannot pronounce his name. And Rob, maybe you will be able to. He's, I believe he's a Buddhist monk. Um, Tetanahan? Yes. Mm -hmm. And the book, I just started reading it, and I just went, just, I can hear his voice when I read it, because he has that very, just beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading it, and I'm like feeling so good. But and basically, what he was saying is like, when you get up, be grateful that you're awake, that you have a beautiful day. Be grateful when you're brushing your teeth. Be grateful when you get in the shower. But just reading it put me into such a great mood, and it, mm -hmm. I just felt so peaceful and light. What's the name know? of the book? Let me see here. Because <laughs> I, I, I got have that so same many. <laughs> I I feel that I used to carry around um, Wayne Dyer's The Power of Intention. Mm -hmm. Like like I would carry that on mm -hmm. me. I had rubber band around it because mm -hmm. the the cover had ripped off. You know. I got, I, I was with a, a friend of mine who's a Vietnam vet, and uh, I only mentioned that because uh, the, the monk is a Vietnamese. Yeah. And they, they threw him out of Vietnam earlier. You know, oh, wow. but now he's getting older and closer to death. He wanted to go back to Vietnam, and they just they're allowing him to go back. Oh, wow. So it's just sort of like a circular thing, and because they, they're they're ready for more peaceful. You know, they're not at war with anybody that they know yeah. of. Yeah. And, so it's uh, called uh, "Peace Is Every Breath." Peace is every breath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny when um, different books can help you get into a different um, a different way of really practicing something. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really, it, like when they give you different kind of clues as how, where you can inject it, like, mm -hmm. you know, when you're brushing your teeth, different things like that, things that you don't think about. Yeah, they just, and they give you that new way of looking at it. Yeah, it really does change, can change everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of being grateful, I'm grateful for YouTube. Because <laughs> a, a, it doesn't cost more than I'm already paying for whatever it is I'm paying for. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, I can hear the name of somebody, like the monkey just mentioned. Mm -hmm. well, I can't pronounce his name either. But I can go find him, you mm -hmm. know, in, the, in five minutes. Yeah. And the next thing you know, boom, I can listen. Whereas before, we couldn't do that kind of stuff. We'd have to go there. We'd have to sit, you know, to wait, you know, wait in the mm -hmm. porch. Yeah. At the temple, maybe they'll let you in. Yeah, that's so funny. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you're really serious about this, you kid. You know, so here we get access to all this stuff. To anything. Uh huh. To anything, and I was yeah. thinking about that on the way we here. We really are blessed with the oh. information that we yeah. so, have our hands. I, you know, moving back, moving where I moved now. My, I have four kids, and I had two out and two to go. Well, they two came back, so I have four <laughs> to go again, but. You know, I escape by watching videos on YouTube of people who buy a van and make it a house and become nomads. And I was like, someday, baby. Yeah, I'm like, that's how I escape. And I'm like, and I could do it now because of the technical age. Because, hey, if I can get internet, I'm never going to really miss my family. I can Skype them anytime yeah. I want. And then, yeah. if I want to go off grid and I don't want to be bothered, I could be like, oh, mommy loves you, bye bye. I'll be back in yeah. a little bit. You know? So we can be can be grateful for technology. I'm working on a, a project to uh, reunite my cousins for an event, and we figured out that we can never get everybody, we can't get everybody in one place at the same time anymore. There, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is; somebody can't make it. But we are now we're going to have a Skype visit like, oh, you know, between cool. two and four on that day. Oh, wow! So that doesn't matter where you yes. are; you can take five minutes and Skype in, and then you can say hello to everybody because we'll have a two-way thing. Oh, that's Everybody awesome! Everybody can you know, shout obscenities at you or whatever. Yeah, and, that's uh, perfect. But it just now I have a way to actually still reunite with people I haven't seen for a zillion years. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's cool. It's my other grateful yeah. for tech. Yeah, it's like uh, you could even do like a little satellite thing, like. Like they had Live Aid where, you know, these people are gathering here and these people are gathering <laughs> yeah. here and we're, we're going to talk at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I'm also from a Catholic family, so everybody had many kids. Many kids, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. I'm the youngest of eight. Backups the backups. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I just think it's neat. Like, and I don't think I could have that dream without being able to have either a cell phone or a laptop or... or you know, a, a tablet with me because I, I'm 
as antisocial as I am, I'm extremely social. <laughs> you know? It's like, I love you a lot, but I have to get the hell out of here and be alone for a little while. <laughs> it's great for empaths because we can hide away but still be connected. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. You can, like, be in your room, mm-hmm. be at peace, but still see what everyone's doing. Yeah. I think Christmas shop or, online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus loves me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can shop yeah. online. I don't have to deal with the mall. Oh, thank you. Comes right to my door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's, I don't know, it's neat. There's so many different things. Like, you can see how, even though everything is evolving in so many different ways, it's, we're not in a place of lack. And so many people feel like they are. You know, Abraham Hicks always talks about being in the, being in the receptive mode, you know, and that's all about, like, like the language of gratitude is all about receiving, you know, and being in the receptive mode. And it's such a hard thing, especially Catholics really, you know, I'm not worthy to receive you. That's something we say at every mass. You know, it's <laughs> funny that you bring that up because I stopped when I do go to mass. I have a very hard time with that. And I won't say it anymore because that that kind of it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the faith. <laughs> to me too, right? Like, exactly. And so, well, I had that, an experience you with that. That someone dies for your sins, yeah, or your for you to be to move on, but yet you're not worthy. Yeah. What? Like, why would he send them? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, it's it's just the whole thing where it was that humbleness that comes through, and I believe right. in the humbleness, but oh, I yeah. don't believe that it should it should empower you, not take away your power. Right. You know. And I had with that whole thing, I had gone on um, a retreat where it was drumming and didgeridoos, and each person at the retreat would sit in the big circle with everybody around mm-hmm. and. Every, they would play all the instruments on you, and there would be different people chanting and playing drums and sending you Reiki. Awesome. Um, but I was like, I was in my worthiness and my lack of worthiness. And I was, I, I had, you know, my mind always goes all over the place at those kind of things. I can't close that down at all. I don't know how people sit there and don't get stuff, you know? So for me, I was like, oh, my worthiness issues are coming up. And that phrase came into my, my head, I'm not worthy to receive you. And then in my vision, it was like, Jesus came and was like, that's bullshit. Everybody's worthy. Come on. And he grabbed my hand and he took me over to like these, these mountains and stuff. Well, I, that's what happened with me. Years ago, my kids were like in middle school and I was going through this really deep depression. And it was that Catholic guilt of like, I kept thinking, what if I die? Am I going to be left in this darkness? God won't want me. I'm not you know, perfect, and, you know, that whole thing, like, well, you know, will I, even when I pass, will I go anywhere, because, well, you know, because we're, we're so taught that we're not good enough, Mm -hmm. and um, I was in real deep depression, and I went to sleep, and I was um, laying there, and I was really just having a hard time, and the next thing I, I'm I'm on the street I grew up in, and all this water is passing me, like a river comes by me, and I'm standing watching it. And it's all the people and things floating by, like people I know, things I knew, mm-hmm. just floating. And the next thing, Jesus is standing here. And I looked, and in the dream, I was like, okay, like it was Christ. And he looked at me, and I just looked at him, and he said, let it go. Everything will be fine. Let it go. And I woke up with this peacefulness that I've yeah. never felt ever again. Just this beautiful lightness. Mm. And I thought, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's not about all this. You're not good enough. He's like, let it go. And he's what he said. He's like, let it go. Everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to give yourself permission to do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not easy to. Right. You know? Yeah. And even though you feel it at that time, you still go back to that because it's been ingrained for yeah, so long. It's an old habit. It's, of, it's, yeah. it's the way the synopsis in the brain is uh, trained to kind of uh-huh. go that path. You have to recreate yeah. a new path. I just, well, I don't know where I was listening to. Um, of course, you ever listen to Cry On? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah, speaks with an echo. Yeah, so I was listening to him last night, and he was saying that um, babies, when they come in, I mean, we all know that babies see things. I mean, you know from your own children. They're seeing a lot more than people let like want to realize what them and my cats. Yeah, (laughs) and they said that he said that it takes six months before the parents' stuff starts to close them down. Um. So from like birth to six months, they're so open. That's why they're giggling at the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and having conversations with the air because they are seeing he said at that point they see multidimensionally it's like at six months that closes down mm-hmm. just because of what the parents ingrained mm-hmm. you know have ingrained in themselves and yeah. then it gets kind of put on the children so mm-hmm. and I, I wonder if that's just a natural mechanism for us to be able to survive here too is to close down some of that yeah do you know what I mean who knows yeah. There was another woman I I heard on a podcast. She wrote a book about um, children who come in, who and anyone and people who who remember it or who are aware coming in. And she said she knew she at birth she still remembers being born. Wow. And coming out and going, oh no. should have took that left turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. Or as our friend Sue says, don't get on the bus. <laughs> Just don't get on don't that get bus. On it. <laughs> and it's funny because like, you wonder, okay, if, with the pre-birth planning and stuff, like if we're allowed to go into other, other dimensions or other planets and stuff like that, it's like, oh yeah, we'll go to Earth. Cool, I'll go to Earth. You want me to go there? Sure, I'll take my assignment or I'll, I'll work something out there yeah. how do you get there well you have to come through another person yeah you know it's right. not like a water slide it's not you have yeah. to you have to unlock the door you right. have to come through somebody that's already there right. you know what I mean like are they are we aware well, that, that that's yeah. how we get here well that's what Marianne Williamson's talk talks about in some of her stuff she'll say um I guess there's someone who Seth who's channels mm-hmm. yeah. and she said you know you listen to Seth like death is easy it's birth that's hard yeah. Like birth is tough, but death yeah. is easy. Death is just like, oh, good night. Yeah, you're yeah. just <laughs> going home, you know. But mm-hmm. birth is tough. Yeah, I, I was. It's mm-hmm. funny that you brought that up because I was thinking about that. Like, you know, do we have to sit there? Like, do I have to? <laughs> do I have to? But I then think, I think from my own remembering the, my own planning, mm-hmm. having that gift. But I think when we plan these lives in the grand scheme are like blips. So yeah. when we're on the other side, we're like, oh, I can do that. It's only for 80 earth years, which to us is a blink of an eye. Yeah. But when you're here, it doesn't feel like that. Mm-mm. Everything's <laughs> in slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. though. You know? The the fact that we're we're here to, to figure so much out, mm-hmm. but we're not given any clues. No. And then... Um, I saw, I forget where I saw it. There was a girl, they were talking about reincarnation and it was in front of a group of teenagers. And they said, you know, we keep coming back in to learn the lessons. And the teenager, she was like, well, how many, how long has this been going on? Mm -hmm. And they're like, gosh, I don't know, maybe millions of years. And she said, and this is how far we got. (laughs) like she's like and this is what, what we're at <laughs> seriously <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know yeah yeah it's true but i don't think that um i don't think it's a bad thing you know i just think that it's like maybe we have to experience everything mm-hmm you know, maybe yeah. it's not that this is how far we've come, but maybe it's we don't know what we've already been through. Right. And I think so we, we want really, to. Yeah. On a deeper level. Well, we want yeah. to. Past life regression, absolutely. Right. It's just when we're here, we forget that part of it. Yeah. One of the sites that I uh, ran across that I really like is a, it's called humanprogress.org. 
And what's there is all of our is all different clips of all of our progress, like a big reduction in severe poverty on the whole planet over mm. like a hundred years. There's a big big chart where just imagine the line is just going down. It's like going downhill. Mm. And things like, you know, rates of death and, and disease, although we see the headlines, which are generally bad news. Like what generally yeah, doesn't right. make a headline is, you know, malaria reduced by 75% over the last 20 years. Yeah. Or my, one of my favorite ones right now is in Glasgow, Scotland. Somebody has figured out how to deal with violence and they've been able to reduce murder rate by 60% over the last 15 years. Wow. by providing help to everybody at the hospital and at, at the uh, at the police station, anybody that's been involved in a crime, because the big thing going up there was revenge mm. actions. Wow. So if you do something to one of my family members, I would get even with you, as opposed to talking to a counselor. Fighting amongst the clans still? Fi yeah. filing, <laughs> filing, pa filing papers against them, getting yeah. them arrested, but you do not have to go burn their house. I mean, really uh, serious stuff where they, they don't have guns, so, but they actually had done it and yeah. I'm just saying that that's just the little thing the good things are happening but we'll we don't hear about them you know yeah. we hear about our team winning or losing but right. we don't hear about stuff yeah like you won't that. hear about malaria reduced you'll hear right. uh, one case of Ebola in the world and Everybody panics. You know, it's back so, yeah so there's actually people working on it around the world and uh, you know the sustainable development goals or whatever they are there's people working on all mm -hmm. these problems that are really yeah. they're Clean really true the believers I mean, they're really excited about it. They're out in the middle of the ocean <laughs> vacuuming up plastic, stuff like that. Are they yeah. really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. they got a big boat there, out there. What is the one thing that I, uh, I think it's called Future Church on, they have a Facebook thing, but they have like a web page where it's, it's positive news. It's all positive news about different things like that. If you ever get the address of the name of it again, I'll, I'll, yeah. be, yeah. I'll be happy to um, add it. it up. Because I, I, I'll watch the real news, and it's kind of like, hmm, i got to balance this off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get discouraged. So Yeah, I yep. try not to watch the Future I'll crunch. watch for weather. Future crunch? Yeah. But yeah. I try not to watch the this news This is what it looks like. It's yeah. so depressing. There's a Facebook page. Um, the Facebook page is a pink circle that says FC. It's, I think it's located in Australia, but they bring up all different kinds of, of the positives, you know? Like, yep. Um, 99 good news stories you probably didn't hear about in 2018. Oh, nice. That's the first yeah, thing on their on good. their line. Yeah. Sounds like a positive cereal in the morning. Yeah. Uh -huh. Future, uh, Future Crunch. Crunch. It's on so, your Facebook, right? So it's like a little pink circle that's a, got an F and a C, and it's just, you know, um, Republic of Congo names new national park home to gorillas and elephants. Ooh. You know, it's it's about... All kinds of stuff. Cool. Just different positive change that's happening in the world. Because, again, you know, our media is owned by like two or three companies. You know, I that's why I mostly, I listen to NPR if I'm going to listen to news. And I don't have cable. I don't have, I have. Yeah, me and my sister lived without cable for six months. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do it. I don't listen. I don't. I have yeah. Netflix. Yeah. I have YouTube. Yeah, you know I have Prime, yeah. Amazon Prime TV. I just, I don't want to hear all the negative. Yeah. you know I'm, I have compassion for all the bad that's going on in the world, and I'm doing what I can to make better things in my own house, in my own environment, and within right. my own family, within my friends and my community. But I can't sit there and be bombarded with all of that mm -hmm. and not have the opposite side, the balance. Yeah. You know, again, mm -hmm. they don't have big gratitude stories on the news. No. Right. It's very rare you have they have a good news story. Yeah. Well yeah. at this time of year you do see it with the Walmart stuff mm -hmm. and the yeah. people yep. but it, it it's only at Christmas that we right. see that yeah. or Thanksgiving. So, yeah. You know? and one of the things that I notice is that a lot of people that are into spirituality, when you get onto the idea of self care they're really kind of flaky about it. You know, well, I know I should, but I know I should, but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even people that are meditators, you know, see, they'll just get upset if you say, well, when was the last time you actually meditated? You'd be surprised. So we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're doing our stuff, but we're not necessarily using the tools that would put us back together again. Right. So you have, you know, to have somebody who's like a depressed light worker is like a, this is, how can this be happening? 
But it's true. It, oh, right. it's very you know, true. And so yeah. I'm really into spiritual stuff, but I'm having a terrible day. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Well, you know, and then I, I talk to people and I listen to their stories. Or they're doing sessions. Mm-hmm. Nothing but sessions. And, and then clearing. they go home and go to sleep. Right. They don't, they don't take they don't care clear. of themselves. They don't, yeah. So gratitude is one of these things that people talk about. They say it's a good idea, but they don't use it. Right. It helps me a lot. It helps with gratitude and then affirmations also. Yeah. Yeah, affirmations. Because how many times a day do we affirm the negative? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I'll be like, all oh, these kids drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, yeah. they don't. I love them. I find affirmations are like my emergency resuscitation mm-hmm. because what you've actually done is all day you've accumulated like 500 negative statements yeah and but you can actually get you know hundreds in a row if you find the right video mm-hmm. yeah right exactly yeah. yeah and that's what I'll do too and it actually does help I mean I, I, I did a, one of the classes that I did there was a demo that's not new where we start off like how many people think that the mind affects the body and then how many people are not so sure and then what you do is you, you go through an exercise where they're on a beach and it's hot and they're thirsty and somebody comes along with lemonade and, and with, with lemons that are cut in half and they're still, they still have sort of you know, water on them from, from the ice all around it. And now you bite in and everything's really very lemony. So how does that happen? Okay, so the mind doesn't affect the body, but where did that come mm-hmm. from? You know, why don't we do it whenever our mouth is dry? Just think of right. lemons. But that, I try to the, do that. So, so that, so, but that's just lemons. What's the effect of somebody telling her you're stupid or somebody telling yeah. her this won't work or yeah. there's only bad news ahead? Or you're like, oh, it's only bad news ahead. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can really mess yourself up with accumulating negatives without doing anything. And what, and the whole point was, those of you that don't think you want to meditate, you understand meditation's also a thing that you do to your mind mm-hmm. to help you be positive mm-hmm. but yeah. it doesn't not get much out of it if you don't do it yeah right but you're yeah. ready to talk about it anytime we bring it up mm-hmm. a lot of times i'll tell people if and i have to do this myself i sometimes can't meditate for long periods of time i'll set a timer on my phone mm-hmm. do you know and i'll just be like okay what do i think i can do can i do it for 10 minutes oh, okay and then you know you set the alarm and you know, your mind wanders and you bring it back and it wanders and you bring it back right. and then the alarm goes off. But it's still something that you're yeah. taking a few moments for yourself. Yeah. It's also like discipline too. Like yeah. you're disciplining yourself. Yeah. And, and for me, the cool thing about meditation is after you've done it long enough, you begin to experience the meditative state while you're still in normal awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're having a regular conversation with somebody and they bring up something that's a little negative and you notice your mind shift over and start to repeat it. And you notice that you're getting a negative feeling. Mm-hmm. Just like inside the mm-hmm. meditation stuff, you, you actually can start bringing right. it out into everyday life where, oh, I'm getting really angry, but I might as well just let that go. and I'm not as angry. Mm-hmm. I could never do that when I first started. Mm-hmm. And I'm only bringing it up because I've been doing it long enough that I was like, well, what am I going to get all this time? And finally, mm-hmm. and we're talking like in the last, just the last couple of weeks, where I'm, I'm starting to have experiences in regular mm-hmm. day-to-day stuff that's stuff that normally I only had in meditation. So you get a little bit that's of payoff awesome. at the end. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. I'm like, finally. But, I, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. Like, anything that you incorporate into your life enough will have, uh-huh. like, you know, it'll it'll spread, it'll grow. It's helping with my road rage. Oh. Yeah. driving. Oh, really? I got to talk to my brother about that one. No, really, that's, <laughs> that's the only time he's that's angry. That's my big measure. Of, you know, like, yeah, I know it's all, you know, because I was around people who were into meditation in the 60s and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, this is all cool, but I still have road rage. Oh, yes, this will go away over many years. And like, how long is it going to take to get rid of it? We cannot tell you, but you must keep meditating. So it just, you know, but it really helps because I, I would be ready to, like, you know, do, like, you know, Mad Max combat and stuff mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. So mm-hmm. anyway, thank you for listening. No, I, I, I do, like, um, the last yoga class that we had here, my sister-in-law, when you're in Shavasana, she has, um, you know, we, we started out in Shavasana because everybody was just all over the place. And it was like, you know, she has you pay attention to your mind and all the thoughts that are coming in. She's like, just observe it. Don't get engaged with it, but just observe it. And by the end of the meditate, the, the yoga class, she did it again while we were in Shavasana. 
And she said, you know, now go back and observe your mind. And it completely changed because mm-hmm. I had was able to kind of release it and not let it affect me. Yeah. You yep. know? Yeah, that, the book that I'm reading, he was saying that if you if you are present in everything you do, whether it be brushing your teeth, making your breakfast, that is a form of meditation because you're staying in that present moment without it going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, And speaking of being grateful, also I'll just say that years ago, because I'm lucky enough to have gotten into, started into this stuff when I was 12 or 13 because my parents were into it, you couldn't find the books except in one or two bookstores in the area. You know, and then, or power study. Back, yeah. we're talking like in the early, the late sixties, and but now, just being able to find. I mean, I remember looking for a meditation teacher and could not find one. Wow. Just because, just we just had, you know, sort of the yellow pages. They're not in the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, you just find that or heard. You know, yeah. Well, I hear a guy who knows somebody who. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was secret. Just they don't have a budget for advertising on TV. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. now, if you have anything you're really interested in spiritually, you can find it. Yeah. You can just Google it, and it's, you've got yeah. a list. Yeah, <laughs> so and you'll have there. you'll and find sites that are for it and sites that yep. are against yeah. it, um, so you can really get all into. I've it. referred so many people to meet up. You know, because like I am yeah. into spirituality, but I can't find anybody. Look. In the United States, yeah. Meetup.com. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to people on the internet. Go find real people because you think you're weird, but you're really not. No. It's just no. that everybody else also doesn't talk in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they could all be like meditating and floating around a room and you don't know it. Yeah. Because they never tell anybody and neither right. do you. Yeah. So you got to go someplace where other people are into this. Yeah. So you can just discover for yourself it's not just you. You're not the only one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's then, funny. It was like. Um, just come into power study, being able to see that other people have similar experiences. Mm-hmm. It just makes you, it, yep. it frees it up for you. It right. makes you like, okay. Yep. All right. So that was real, right? Yeah. The, the <laughs> favorite thing that I, I heard was about two years ago, we had, we had our uh, Founders Day. Somebody said, what I really like about power study is when I got here, I used to think I was weird until I came here. Mm-hmm. Now, it does sound like they're saying something bad about us, but actually it's more that Finally, they find mm-hmm. out all these people that are pretty normal, relatively speaking. Yeah, you know. Actually, you're all into this. They're having experiences mm-hmm. and they're having insights and they're having premonitions and all this psychic stuff yeah. is happening. Not to all one person, but pe- different, different people different. have these experiences. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone in this. And I'm, I guess that's add that to my list of stuff I'm grateful for. Yeah. Because yeah. I did yeah. think I was weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was weird too. Yeah. 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 And that class, I took yeah. a, I take a class at Halford Night School that Conrad teaches. Conrad's school. class, yeah. Um, and that started out with, I guess, like 13 or 14 of us. And now we meet outside of that class. And sometimes the room is so full. There's You've been there, yeah. there's no space. Like, Standing it's room just, only. yeah. And once you've been in that, come into that group, you just want to come back because yeah. the last one. It took two hours. I had to leave early. I had to leave in two hours. It took two hours to not... We didn't even get fully around introducing ourselves. Yeah. Not much getting to a topic right. or talking to a topic. Yeah, it's just introduction. Something will happen. Yeah. Like somebody will have a vision or be like, oh, you. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw you somewhere. Yeah, or like yeah. Uh, someone's next to you and I'm getting this and I, they're just saying tell her. And you know, then it starts on a whole different... Yeah. yeah, but it's it's a really we need a day really retreat nice. with that group. Oh. You know? Yeah, I don't even know if that would be enough. I think everybody's still like they still just can't get enough of it. Yeah, it's good though. It's a good group, but that's it's like being here. You just you yeah. just it's hard to leave once you come. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. especially when everyone's here on those days when it's everyone's here milling around and the everybody's conversations are mood. everybody's yeah. kind of. You know, all kinds of topics yeah. being talked about. And, oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for coming. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. And I'll be back at Paris Study in April. So mm-hmm. look for us in April from Paris Study. Can I um, just give my phone oh, number? Yeah. Okay. So this is Melinda, and I am... A reader. I've been reading since I was 18. Um, you can find me at Happy Seedling at Yahoo, 
or my phone number, you can text me anytime, is 610-931-4384. I do phone readings all the and time. And tell them about your what you're doing with the, the yearly Oh, readings. yeah, I yeah, have the, right now I have the special, it's a two-hour reading at least. Today I did one that was like three and a half hours, but... I can't, I, we do a regular general half hour reading that's just a regular general reading and then we go through each month of the, the coming year where I give you homework usually, I give you a mantra, I give you different stones to work with, I talk to you about different emotions that might come up and different things that might come up and you pull three cards for each month and we go from there. So it takes a while but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and right now that's, um, it's 120 minutes but maybe more all right most likely more and it's a uh, 111 dollars yeah which is a great deal yeah 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 but it's fun yeah and i have one announcement that uh i think we're excited to uh share with people is that we're planning to restart the lightworker discussion group again in 2019 mm -hmm. and the first session will be on the 15th of uh, January, even though it might snow, but right. we're going to just keep it on. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, it's basically a session for people who heard about being a light worker and they wonder, am I one? And they've learned, looked at all those lists mm -hmm. of, am I a light worker kind of thing? Or you figured out maybe you are and like, what's next? Mm -hmm. Or you got some major questions. What we try to do is find out where people are at, as we'd say in Philadelphia, and try to find out what they feel they need to know to keep going forward on this. Mm -hmm and share resources and accumulate answers and help people solve some problems along the way. But then they're invited back again the next month so you can actually follow up on some things you might be working on. Sometimes mm -hmm. people are thinking of they want to teach a class and they kind of get their courage up and they do it. Or they want to go and take a, and take a class somewhere or go on a retreat or do something they've never done before as a light worker and we try to support and encourage them and that so we're really excited to bring that back and so that, and anyone even if you just aren't sure if you are yep, you're interested yep, in the topic yep can come and then welcome. it's one of those that come each it? week or? i think there's going to be a fee it'll be up on the next schedule okay. uh, members uh, get a discount yeah and, uh, but you know a lot of people will join after they've they've been a few visited yeah. a few yeah. times so they can get the discount too and then you can come and if you can't come the next month that's fine you yeah, can come well, the next week you can come it's at a, any it's a continual. Yeah. yeah and we, yeah. we've actually been doing this for a couple of years and now we're just right. uh we're, we're just restarting it again nice. for 2019 mm -hmm. thanks for letting me yeah mention when that. when is that going to be it will be on the fifteenth of January, okay. and then it is. I think they it's going to be monthly, be right? Monthly, and we'll mm -hmm. be putting on the schedule. I think it's a Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't have a calendar here. I do have a calendar, and I'm quick. Uh, on my phone, I'm late. And then what time, Rob? Seven o'clock. It okay. and it is a Tuesday. Okay. So it'll probably be the third to third. third try to remember that. Third, third, third Tuesday. Tuesday. Third Tuesday of the month. Third Tuesday of the month. Yeah. Great. And if you need any more details, go to www.parastudy.org. Check out the calendar and all the events happening. Mm -hmm. Thanks right. so much, Peg. Yeah. And until we meet again, remember to be the light.